0: Hello guys, it's JNA here. We hope you're having a great day. We're back here in the studio, ready to tune in with the latest analysis on the action-thriller Drive by Nicholas Winding Revan, the ultimate modern noir.
1: It's Jose here, so we're going to be breaking down this movie into some parts. We'll touch upon the modern femme fatale, Revan's film techniques, Driver as the perfect hard-boiled anti-hero, and lastly, discuss the film's overall significance and cultural impact. So, this 2011 action thriller is based in modern-time Los Angeles, following the lives of a couple of neighbors as they maneuver through a tricky world of love, crime, and explosive violence. Driver, our main character, is fittingly a Hollywood stopman by day and getaway driver by night. As this tough, cynical, street-smart character, character's lonely routine progresses, he keeps encountering his warm, safe, yet mysterious next-door neighbor, Irene. As the pair intertwines, we start getting a sense of the anxieties that plague them. What starts as a seemingly healthy relationship degenerates into a rabbit hole of self-sabotage from part of Driver. Before he knows it, in an attempt to secure a brighter tomorrow for Irene and her son Benicio, Driver becomes involved in a scheme of violence and backstabbing, double-crossed scenario that is only comparable to that of 1940s noir. So Antonella, let's dive in.
0: Here I am Jose, ready to dig into the film technique. For film director Winding, Live and Drive delves within two different colors, blue and orange. Especially in the scenes of Driver, he is always lit with blue fluorescent lights whose color evokes feelings of coldness and distance, giving a deeper insight and revelation about the character's intricate and mysterious personality. On the other hand, the female character, Irene, is always lit in orange colors, which display moods of happiness, sweetness, and warmth. Is this color contrast a coincidence? I don't think so. Similarly, the choice of wardrobe is also extremely delicate for as we can see, Irene is always wearing clothes that are ladylike, almost childish, and that are white and light colored, resembling peace and delicacy. These are all in juxtaposition to the male counterpart, Driver. So, where does this lead us? The continuous usage of selective color lightning, combined with the usage of monochromatic setting objects and the small contrasting shadows, redefines the classic effect of chiaroscuro that was so prevalent in the first Noir films, adapting it to modern day times when colors work as mediums that convey hidden messages of the characters' duality and unreality. Brevin also uses a lot of close-up shots in order to convey the complicated emotions that these characters go through.
1: It's as if Gosling's face and the eyes do a lot of the acting. The cast's emotions and implicit dialogue alone become a cast member, something that's also typical in noir film. The audience knows how Driver feels because Gosling's face is so expressive.
0: Moving on, keep in mind Jose, there's no noir without a femme fatale. In this film, we have Irene, which unlike the classical femme fatale, sex or a relationship with Driver is an end to itself. She doesn't look to seduce and manipulate Driver. Yet, as many modern relationships do, she innocently exploits one of his weak, few weaknesses, his instinct to protect and provide. As a femme fatale and a possible damsel in distress, Irene irresistibly draws our main character into danger. Oh, oh She manages to make Driver develop hidden feelings for her as well as build us a seemingly impossible relationship for which he cares despite his cold and distant nature. But most importantly, I think Irene comes into the scene as a woman that attempts to redefine the concept of the femme fatale. Her presence depicts the idea that fatal women are no longer defined by their looks, their sexiness, or even their wish to take men to self destroy. Instead, she represents a much more real version of the 21st century woman, one that faces the daily struggles of life the pressure of being a single mother who lives in a broken society. New femme fatales leave banalities behind and seduce men with much more than just charm. Back to you, Jose.
1: So now let's dive in into the hard-boiled protagonist. Driver, as we know him is violent and undoubtedly immoral in his actions. He literally bashes in a goon's head in front of his proclaimed love, yet ironically does it all for her. His ends justify the means mentality, makes us wonder, can one even survive in this world without it? Much like Marlow in The Big Sleep, he rejects the money as it is not about that, it is about being noble and caring for those around them. Our main character also finds himself tangled in between a classical noir trio of sidekick, big man, and nobody. Through Shannon, his link to the underworld, if you will, and Standard's unfortunate sequence of violent events, all lead, all lead Driver to the big man, Nino, the owner of Pizza Shop Front and the biggest foe in Driver's Path to Tranquility. Beside him, his cunning sidekick, Bernie equally as hindering and arguably even more violent and the true mastermind behind Nino's operation. In a modern take at the trio, Revan subverts our expectations by blurring the lines between sidekick and big man, showing the audiences how individualist our society has become. We have become every man fends for himself. Lastly, to truly understand drive for the masterpiece that it is, we must first recognize the anxieties that plagued the US during the late 2000s. Like any respectable noir, the monsters that threaten our hero are representative of the forces that threaten our society. Following a devastating economic crisis, trust in public institutions was alarmingly low. This is depicted in Standard's relationship with the prison system. In order to survive in it, he must resort to alternative means, and in order to survive out of it, he must fall into a trap of more crime that ultimately costs him his life. Again, following classical noir themes, it is as if crime is foundational to a life post-supposed prisoner rehabilitation.
0: Thank you, Jose. So, as we can see, Drive is definitely a film protesting about the social inequalities we face after one mistake. We punish the violent nature of certain individuals, but then we don't offer them a chance to redeem themselves with society. After all, 21st century noir, as classical, attempts to mirror the social behaviours of our society as well as our innermost ambitions. So tell me, what drives you?